With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. The idea I had when I came here was to return this place to the winning tradition that it ultimately is and to create a culture that lasts beyond my time here. And with the opportunity to come back, just both of those doors are wide open waiting for us to walk through them. So I'm really excited for this next year. It's been an unbelievable year. I think everyone reflects on it as we even headed into the 2021 new year. And, um, you know, for us being able to come back out in spring ball, what a crazy, you know, last however many 20 months or whatever it's been for everybody. And to be able to get out here and kind of get around the guys, that part's been awesome. And uh, I know it's been crazy for everyone, not just the guys in the football world, but uh, for us to be able to come out and hopefully have the start to a, a you know, somewhat normal cycle here, working the spring and uh, hopefully we can get you know through the summer and uh, then into the fall kind of back on track. And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus. Spring football guys is officially back. It started we were in person like twice in the last week at Memorial Stadium. I mean, my God, 2020 is behind us as we were at Pro Day. Um, at least I was at Pro Day last week, but then all of us were at uh, post-practice media following Wednesday's practice and got to interview the coaches. And I know it sounds like a little thing, but that's the first time we've been over just around the program. So we're trying to turn the page here, moving forward, a new year, uh, a new outlook, and um, you, you, you just sense – and I think it's every year like this, guys. But you sense a lot of optimism about this team. Um, you know, there's a lot of parts there. But I also sense a caution, a caution right now that nobody wants to say too much right now because obviously <laughs> a lot of people have said a lot in the last three, four years and have been burnt by saying it. And uh, Nebraska is at a point where they need to prove it. But there's a lot to like about this team. You heard JoJo Dolman um, to start out the segment there. Um, he's one of six guys that decided to come back on defense. Five of them are six-year seniors, Cam Taylor-Britt. And then you, you return some other key starters. I mean, you have eight guys returning on defense that have played at least three, if not four full years on the field in the defensive system for this coaching staff. And that defense, I, I've been on some arguments about this. The defense got a lot better last year. There's no doubt about it. And, and it comes with experience. So there's a lot to look at. And, you know, the, there's some key guys they've added on the offense, but I'm as interested and excited about watching this spring as I have been in a while. Well, it's a critical spring for Scott Frost and, and this program. I mean, they have to take a step in the right direction and actually show it on the field. I mean, it's no more about this building and we know what this thing is going to be in time. The time is now. And so I do think that there's there's optimism within the program about the team that they've been able to build over the last three years, I mean, the, the defense is as good as it's been since Scott Frost has been here, and probably even before that. Uh, the offensive line has been reshaped just with the way they've recruited there and the types of players uh, they've been able to bring up who are now, you know, in their second, third year in the program and are established players. And uh, you have a you know, proven multi-year starter at quarterback. And, uh, you know, I mean, those are the pieces you need to win in the league. Now, obviously, there's some major question marks, receiver, running back, special teams uh, that still need to be answered. But 
Um, they have check marks, I think, on some of the most important aspects of what it takes to win in the Big Ten. And if they can figure out a way to uh, not be their own worst enemy and create all these little mental mistakes and, you know, uh, find ways to win, uh, I think that the, the steps will be taken um, if all goes to plan. Now it's a matter of getting out there and doing it. And to me, I think that's the biggest part of, of what I want to see or hear this spring is is how this team is eliminating those mistakes, uh, how they're gonna getting out of their own way because they do. They've got they've got the best depth uh, across the board. I think at, at the key position groups, um, you know, that especially in the trenches. Exactly in the Big Ten, there's nothing more important than having depth and and having you know size, strength, athleticism in the trenches, and and they've got it now. Finally, it's taken a while to get there, but now you know, once you have that, you got to get out of your own way. And that's special teams that that is just uh, you know not committing penalties or, or you know having a lack of focus when it comes to a bad snap or whatever the case may be. I think to me that's as big as anything this spring is um, you know beyond who's going to step up at wide receiver or running back or whatever. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show as we talk opening headlines here to start out as spring practice began this week. Uh, they went Tuesday, Wednesday. They'll also go Friday. This week, it's pretty much it's three practices a week for five straight weeks in a row. So um, this will be really one or one of six spring shows we do as we'll, we'll recap the red white game as well. So uh, for the next six weeks, it's going to be a lot of football talk and what we hear, what we learn from spring practice. Guys, special teams, as we know, has been just a grease fire the last few years for Nebraska. There's other words I could use, yeah. but we're carried across the state on a lot of lovely affiliates that I would like to stay on. So, <laughs> you, you know, Scott Frost said, though, this week, and I wanted to get clarification on that um, when, I, when we asked him this, but Mike Dawson will carry the special teams coordinator title, but will he? Will it be Bill Bush kind of running more things behind the scenes? Um, you know, there's a lot of things, um, you know, with special teams. But the bottom line is you can sense how much more emphasis is being placed in special teams. I feel like a year ago it was hard for Scott Frost to make a move on Javon DeWitt. And then he thought he had a plan laid out with Sean Snyder, and that backfired. And they talked to Dan Jackson, I think, as well, um, who went to Northern Illinois and then they just kind of had to settle on. I'm going to say it. They settled on Jonathan Rutledge. It was a bad hire. It didn't work out. No, no matter what you say, it did not work out. And they had to change it up. And I, I do think Dawson, Bush, and the entire staff, that's, that's a huge thing to watch this spring. Yeah, and so you know, Dawson has the title. Obviously, he was a uh, you know special teams coordinator at Boston College for you know three years and did an okay job there. But it's hardly like just him. I mean, Scott Frost said it himself that uh, you know Tony Tuioti and Greg Austin are going to be running field goal and field goal block. So that in itself, I mean, those are two things that uh, you know Dawson's not going to you know directly coach. But just having a guy that is you can point to as saying he's in charge of special teams, even if it is a collective effort still, you know, it's, it's, he's still in the front of the room, kind of making sure everything's organized the way it is. And, um, I think we all agree that Bill Bush is very much going to be involved in special teams as much as they want to say, he's going to be focusing on defense. I mean, his background as a special teams coordinator at the highest level at multiple stops and the production he's had, they would be foolish not to have him directly involved in as much of the special teams work as they possibly can, um, off the field. So, you know, it's still going to be a quote-unquote group effort, but 
they have a guy that is at least the, the face of the unit, and they have a very experienced guy in Bill Bush helping out, and then you know with the rest of the staff chipping in, hopefully they're taking enough steps to prioritize that element of the game because, let's face it, it it's lost them multiple games over the last three years. Special teams has directly impacted Nebraska's success with, you know, all across the board, the lack of return impact, the, the kickoff return, um, and, you know, the, the field goal kicker issues, punting, all that stuff. So uh, that has to get better for them to finally start winning. And it looks like at least if they're not going to get a full-time coordinator, they're at least making efforts to make well, that they have a full-time priority. coordinator. They have a title on Mike Dawson. But still, he's, he's a linebacker coach, too. I mean, he's not a full-time outright But that's a, that's how a lot of teams do it in the Big Ten. I mean, mo- analysts with a guy title then some do outright title but Nebraska chooses to have a quarterback's coach an offensive coordinator who works with receivers so Nebraska just divvies up their staff and anything here to add Nate as we wrap up the segment well I just I think it's important that your special teams coordinator is actually on the field at practice you know last year the coordinator uh, was was an analyst so yeah he could be leading the charge in the meeting rooms but he couldn't be coaching it on the field and uh, and I think it's important that Dawson is actually on the field coaching during practice and is involved in, in that manner. And that it's, you know, it's a culture thing. And, and Travis Fisher mentioned that uh, earlier in the week when he said, you know, we have to build a culture of special teams, too. You know, all my guys have to be starting on at least one special teams unit if they want to see the field for me. And I, and I think that it starts with the assistant coaches placing an emphasis on special teams and having their best players be a part of it. All right. When we come back, we'll continue the spring football conversation. Conversation. I want to talk offense, the quarterback position, uh, some other things to watch here as we get into spring ball. That's next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.